Welcome to Author Express. Thanks for joining us today. I'm Shauna Rodriguez, one of your hosts and the founder of Authentic Connections Podcast Network, which makes this podcast possible. This podcast is where you discover the voice behind the pages of your next favorite book. And I'm excited about the author we have for you today. On today's episode, we'll chat with Leanne Treese, an author of both women's fiction and romantic comedy. After working as a matrimonial lawyer for 18 years, Leanne turned her focus to writing. Her debut work of fiction, Their Last Chance, sought to demonstrate the pitfalls of the legal process as it pertains to divorce. Leanne wrote a second legal-themed book, Mother the Accused, which tells the story of a single mother whose 18-year-old son is accused of sexual assault during his senior year in high school. While Leanne loves writing all kinds, she found writing the few funny parts of these more serious novels especially enjoyable and wrote two romantic comedies, The Santa Games and Fun Lessons. Though these books are light in theme, they tackle difficult issues such as navigating life with ADHD or learning to accept a transgender sibling. And since it is December, we are going to focus a little bit more on the Santa Games today as well as talk about some of her other writings. You can learn more about Leanne and her books on her website, which we'll talk about at the end and follow her on Instagram at Leanne Treese. Thank you so much for being here today, Leanne. Oh, thank you so much for having me. This is awesome. Well, I love it because you have some serious books we get to touch on, and then we also get to celebrate the holidays a little bit, which is so nice to be doing in December. Yeah, yeah. It was a fun book to write, and a lot of the writing took place in December, components of it, a few years back. But I, it was nice to sit by the tree and be writing a book that was Christmassy, so that was a lot of fun. Oh, good. Well, wonderful. We'll get more into that then. So we start each of our episodes with the question, tell us something interesting about where you are from. Yes. Well, I am from New Jersey. I was born in South Jersey and I live in the middle of the state. And what I actually really love about New Jersey and particularly where I live now is it's very different than I think the perception a lot of people have of the state. So I live near the Delaware River. There's rolling hills. It's very green, a lot of woods. And what's neat about it is I'm also an hour or so from reaching the shore. I'm an hour from Philadelphia, and I'm an hour from New York. So I feel like we've got a nice little gem of a state that often doesn't get appreciated. I'm pro-New Jersey. That's a good thing to be. I lived in D.C. and was driving from D.C. up to Niagara Falls and actually got to drive through more the middle and see more of New Jersey. And I'd been to the Jersey Shore before and been to different parts, but driving through the middle, there is so much to offer there. It was like, felt like dairy country almost. (laughs) There's a lot of like horse farms around me. And it's not, I think, what people picture when they picture New Jersey. There's a lot of parts that are really very pastoral. But it's what's fun is you're close to a lot of big cities and all of that. So I I like New Jersey. Yeah, surprisingly compact for how much it actually holds. Yeah, that's a great way to put it. Yes, I definitely enjoy it. And our question to get to know you, we're doing something very different because it is the holidays. What is your favorite holiday tradition? Well, I love the tree. I mean, everybody loves that. My daughter always makes peanut blossoms and we get everybody like a special ornament each year that kind of represents something that reflects like either the year, like a trip that they took or an achievement. Like my oldest daughter just graduated as an occupational therapist. So her ornament last year was a little occupational therapist ornament, but we always try to get something nice. So when those ornaments get pulled out, it brings back a lot of memories. And what's kind of fun is I have another daughter who's living in Pittsburgh now, 
And we're going to get all those ornaments out and give them to her for her trees. So it's been like a fun Aww. thing to pass along. So the tree trimming is something that, you know, has really become a fun experience. Oh, that's so exciting. My mom did that when we were kids. So we each got our own ornament every year. They usually match, but we all had our own ornament. So it was always a big deal. And we got older, I have my ornaments that I got to take with me yeah. when I made down on my own tree. So yeah. Very meaningful. That's so special. I love it. Yeah. So we're going to talk a little bit more in depth about the Christmas book, but let's talk a little bit about one of your other books too, to just talk about your writing process. Like for you, what is your favorite thing about sitting down and writing a book? You know, I'm like probably in the minority in that writing the first draft for me is always a little tougher and I'm a huge reviser. Like I love having my book out and the story told. I love refining it. I love developing characters that seem real. And I feel like you can do that even better. Like once the initial parts are down, you can, it's almost like an artist, I would assume, like making like changes to a painting, like making it better. So I love that process of improving writing even more than the first draft of doing it. So that that's my favorite part. That's wonderful. I think, yeah, knowing which parts of it you like the best. So when you wrote Santa Games, did you release it that same year or did you have to release it like a year later because it took you most of the holidays to write it? I did finish it in the spring and then I waited. I, I think I released it in October of, I think it was 2020 because my son and I were talking a lot about it during COVID. He was helping me kind of brainstorm, which was a lot of fun. It was a fun thing to do during a difficult time in people's lives that we were working on this kind of fun book and stories. So that was fun. Yeah, so you'd mentioned the fact that you kind of felt like he was almost your consultant on it too, because of one of the characters in it. Yes. One of the characters, actually the main male character has ADD, which is something that my, my son has grappled with as well. So he was helping me with some of that characterization of that character, but he's also pretty good at being very pragmatic. So I would come up with ideas and he'd be like, mom, like, why would that happen? Like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, you know, like, <laughs> but it was good because it gave us something fun that we could kind of work on a little bit together during the pandemic when we were all locked in. So that was fun. Yes. And you have this great balance between your writing. So your first two books were a little bit more serious, really reflective of your career and the legal system and being able to like tell the stories that weren't specific stories, but kind of reflective of what you kind of saw families dealing with and kind of bringing that light to that work. And then you found that you loved writing the comedic pieces, the balance to all of that. And that kind of led you into writing more of the romantic comedy. So what do you find is the best way to do that balance? How do you manage to do that balance between the serious pieces and the funny pieces in those novels you've written? Yeah. So the first two pieces, what I tried to do with the first two books, like they are very serious. So you have to be really careful about when you're using humor in very serious books, because you don't want to look like you're not taking the subjects with the seriousness it deserves. So I, I tried hard, but I also think sometimes if you read a book that has serious topics and there's never any light scenes or any scenes that kind of give the reader a break, that can be hard for readers. So I really tried even in those books to have a balance. But I found that I looked forward to writing those funny scenes and to revising those funny scenes. And I also enjoy reading romantic comedies. So I was like, I am going to try this. And the Santa Games was my first stab at really just trying to write a book that would be funny and light. And I did try to incorporate, 
you know, something that might be challenging for some people, which is the ADHD and how that might impact, you know, your life. So I did try to put some other elements in it of seriousness, but that book in particular is very light. Yes. And you kind of said that it reminded you of like a Hallmark movie with kind of those elements in it too. Yeah. In fact, a lot of the reviews, if anyone looks at the reviews, a lot of people use that, you know, Hallmark as a way to describe the book. It, it was fun. It was fun to write something that, I mean, the ending of it is very, very hallmarky. So if you read it, you got to get to the end. But I, I understand you also have a, a piece that's a little hallmarking theme. Am I right about that? Yes. Well, we talked about the fact that we're trying to balance the different things that you write. And so when I wrote, I was kind of given the advice of having a different brand, so to speak. And so under a pen name. So Avery Lawrence is my pen name that I did the romantic comedy stuff under. So I have the Rose River Romance and I did a short story. So mine isn't a full novel and it's called Holidays from the Heart. So it's a romantic comedy, but it has that balance of like a more serious piece of what she's gone through with her family. She's from Oregon, but goes back home for the holidays in New England because of some health stuff with her mom is why she goes back and sees her old high school flame. And so her trying to to balance caring for her mom and needing to be in Oregon and seeing somebody that she used to care about and trying to balance all those things. So it has kind of the light and dark balance. Are you talking about that? So even when I went to write a romantic comedy, it still had those themes that trying to balance in there too. So I think that with emotion, there's always that line you're walking, right? Yeah. But I think it, I think those to me are the most powerful stories because everybody's lives are like that. We all have those mm-hmm. moments. We all have more difficult times. And I think when your writing can reflect that, I think it resonates with people. Yeah, because it is like real life <laughs> trying to balance it all. I think the holidays can bring some of that stuff out as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's for sure. Yeah. So yeah that's why we read, our, read our books for a break, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. So that they can have the, the endings that have the, the glimmers in them and that have the different pieces that are part of it. Yes, that's wonderful. That's great. And you've been writing for a while now. So you, it's nice that you have a little bit of a collection of books for people to be able to to choose from. Yeah, I feel very lucky to have written those books. And in some regards, it's nice if an author has like the same genre. But what's nice for me, I I recently attended a book festival. I had my books there. And I was able to offer, if somebody didn't like serious books, I was able to offer other books. I was like, well, you come to the table. I said, what kind of book do you like to read? Because I got... I got a couple different kinds here. I got to write a mystery, I think, or a thriller. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have it all covered. I tried some teen books, but you know, it was it was kind of fun to be able to connect with a lot of different readers. So I'm not sure it was the best business plan, but as far as having fun, that that worked out. (laughs) Yes. Well, I think here at Author Express, I love it that we do have so many different authors so folks can kind of find what they're drawn to and intrigued by. And when I was looking at, I get Amazon first reads and I was looking this time and of course I went to like the women's fiction kind of first, but then I went this time and I think I I chose a thriller that this last month as what I was going to read. And so I definitely like different books. For me, it being character-driven and having that balance of making me feel and connect to characters is what really does it for me with books. So I don't think I stick to one genre either. So having somebody who's writing you like is probably, and who does strong characters is important to me. I find that with what I choose for movies and books too, is that variety. So yeah, I think that's important. I feel the same way about that. Like The characters make the books, I think, even more than the plot a lot of times. If you care about the characters, You're going to care about what happens to them no matter what. 
Yes. Yeah. So I think I like that. I think I like having that variety and being able to to find what connects. And it's cute because my fiance has read. So Beyond the Pear Blossoms is my women's fiction book. And he read that because he loves me and adores me and helped me with it when it went out. And, you know, it has all the feels, which he works with. But my first, um, the novel length, because I wrote the novel length book first, which is part of the Rose River Romance. And it's the Fire from the Ashes is that book. And it has a little more action in it, which I would have thought he might be more interested in. But he loves, there's this, there's a dog in it called Boots. And he just the, the dog and he likes it. he's like it's like it's a romantic comedy it's a sweet story it has like all these angles and there's this town festival they go to and it's a small Oregon coast town like you know it has all of those relatable type things for it and he he loves that book so much more than my all the feels beyond the pear blossom book like he likes that and he likes the happy ending that comes with the the sweet romance is not necessarily what I put in, into the other books that are more like serious it has the you know complete ending in women's fiction that like you know but doesn't necessarily have the same types of endings and so he likes that better so everyone has different things they like about books so it's kind of fun to have a variety yeah totally agree Yes, I love that. So the same question that we ask all of our writers is, is there a book or story that inspires you the most? What is it? Well, because I like, like you, the the character driven books, like two authors that I find do it pretty well. One is Abby Jimenez, I think does a really nice job of, she writes romantic comedy, but she, she had some powerful characters and some powerful topics in her books. And I like Liam Moriarty. I feel that's the same thing. Jody Coat doesn't, I think, have the humor, but her books always have that little legal piece that I really modeled my first two books after that kind of legal part. So those those are authors I, I will look like any book I read though, I I I've got almost ruined reading for myself a little bit because I now read for what do what's working, what's not working. If I don't like this character, why don't I like this character? So I read in part for enjoyment, but a lot for learning. So um, that's both good yeah. and bad. And sometimes yeah, it it, it'll take you out of it. Sometimes it'll take me out of that analytical thing. And that's when I know it's really good. But I, I tend to like try to I tend to try to learn, even if I don't like a book, I'm like, why didn't I like it? Like, what what was up with that? You know, so that's probably a longer yeah. answer than you needed. <laughs> no, that's a great answer. I love that answer. And also, this is amazing timing because you happen to have a special going on right now for, for Sienna Games that folks can actually get a special deal on it. If they listen to this podcast right when it comes out, they can get it for what, 99 cents right 99 now? 99 cents, uh, the ebook on Amazon. So if you go on Amazon, nice. you can get that book all the way through um, December 15th. If you pop on there, you can get the ebook for 99 cents and give yourself a break over the holidays and, and read about some people enjoying a Christmas themed amusement park, which is the setting of the book. So if you want, oh. you want to be immersed in real Christmas, <laughs> you, you've got it there. That's perfect. This is the perfect time of year for that. So definitely, we will make sure we have that link to the Amazon because we don't usually put the Amazon links in. So we'll make sure we have the Amazon link in so folks can just follow up from the show notes and grab Santa Games because that is just such a special treat that we have that going on right now through the 15th. So that's perfect. Thank you so much. And we'll have the links to the other books and all the links you guys can connect with. Leanne, tell us the spelling of your name for your website and so people can find you on Instagram too. Go ahead and spell it out for us. Okay. My website is leantrees.com, but it's L-E-A-N-N-E-T-R-E-E-S-E. Everything about my books is in there. You can connect with my newsletter. You can 
read about me if you want to. You can see pictures of my dogs. <laughs> All the good stuff. That's available on, on that site. Perfect. And we'll have a link in the show notes too. Thank you for being here today, Leanne. Thank you so much. Thanks for joining us. I hope you take a second to give us a review or a couple of stars on your favorite podcasting platform. And we'll be here again next Wednesday. Follow us on Instagram at Author Express Podcast to see who's coming up next. Don't forget, keep it express, but keep it interesting. Interesting.